Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Carl in Queens. Good morning, Carl. Uh-oh. Oh. Carl, you there? No, he's not there. No. Good one. How is it my fault? Well, it just seems like every time we go first call, swing and a miss. I don't know. Now he's back. Apparently he was on mute. Called right back. Go to him? No. No. Make him wait now. Carl, now you wait. Now you wait. Now you wait. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Watch this. Carl, you there? I'm here. All right, now we're going to put sorry. you back on hold. We'll get to you in a few minutes. How's that? <laughs> On 98.7 ESPN. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. Look at Bauer taking a page right out of the Santiago playbook, huh? Bauer, you think you sing for us at all today? Uh, probably not. If we requested a song? If we requested, like, you have a nice voice? I have a terrible singing Stop. voice. Stop. Come on, because you have a great Is radio that why voice. you listen to Death Metal? Their name was called Vomit Force. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be a good reason. I never thought of it that what's way. What's the last concert you went to, Bauer? Uh, I went to one like three weeks ago, I want to say. What? Like a murdering kind of band? Uh, Yeah, kind of. It <laughs> yeah. was metal. Their what name was, was the... called Vomit Forth. No, what was not... the name of this one? Uh, Bayway. Bay... Well, that doesn't give a no. connotation that it's awful. No, I believe it's uh, based on their location in New Jersey. I think they're from Elizabeth, and I think that's a section of the city. Wow. Were they good? Oh, they're very good. They may have been the le- best uh, metal live set I've heard from like a small band. Rage, Torment, Blood Feast. <laughs> Blood Feast. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you mosh? Uh, no. I was close because the mosh pit was like spreading across like almost the entire room at one point. So like it, it was certainly moving. So I had to push some people out of the way. Did you go with the I Giants? I would love nothing more than to be nestled. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. You went with those Giants? Of course. Are they yeah. still with your sister? Uh, No. So she's not dating any of them. RJ, you weren't here because Bauer was filling in for you at the time. Bauer has two giant friends who are like seven feet tall. Twins. And they're both dating his sister. They're <laughs> twins. I, I yeah. love how you make the assumption of well, this. Well, it would make sense. Even if she doesn't realize it. She has a boyfriend. Okay. Wink, wink. And it's not, it's not one of the twins. Mm-hmm. So did you say? know this, RJ? That he, he has giant, literally giant friends <laughs> and they're both dating his sister. I I I've heard it. I yeah. listen to the pod when I'm out. Here's here's my question though, because Bauer is of my diminutive size for the most part. Uh, can I be honest now? Yeah, I didn't even realize. No, no. You like, just noticed his ugly hat. No, I didn't realize that. Bauer, stand up for a second. Let's take a, let's take a peek at you. You might be a little taller than me. I I never realized no, that Bauer was was little. He's not that tall. No. So even what are you, Bauer? Like five eight? He might be an inch taller than yeah. me. Yeah, eh, five seven. Uh huh. So here's the thing though. <laughs> You're Bauer, and you're my size. You roll around with two seven-footers. Yep. You can do whatever you want. That's right. That's nice. That's no, like his enforcers. It's like he's walking around with Bob Probert and Ty Domi. Mm-hmm. He's Gretzky. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly what he, he could is. go into that mosh pit and throw. He's up got his own Marty McSorley on yep. the wing, is what he's got. If Marty McSorley was sleeping with Wayne Gretzky's sister, right? Does Gretzky yeah. have a sister? I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's, Wayne there's, Gretzky's wife is very attractive. There's Paulina. Paulina, yeah, she's married to Dustin That's his Johnson. daughter. Yeah. He said. He said. He said that. What? He must like Paulina. Yeah. Paulina. Right Paulina. He knew right away. Paulina and Dustin Johnson are an aesthetically pleasing couple. You find them both attractive. Right, they're both good-looking people. So, Bauer, you get the call yesterday. What time to come into the show today? Uh, six thirty p.m. P.m. Yes. W- were you? Were you just? Ex- How would he get the call at six thirty a.m. yesterday? What do you mean? Ray was on the show at six thirty. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but he could have gotten the call early in the in the day. <laughs> Start warming up. No, you know what, <laughs> Bauer, Ray's going to be out tomorrow. We're going to need you to fill in. That is well within we reason. We didn't know that he was going to be out until... But nobody else knew that. I'm telling the story for the masses. I know you knew. <laughs> what would the radio bullpen look like? He's stretching his fingers out. So, <laughs> not, not for yesterday. They could have called you yesterday morning for today. I'm sorry, Barry, that these idiots don't understand. <laughs> well, you get it, right? I mean, to be fair, oh. did you really need context to the 630 part? If it was AM or PM. He Pro- thought, probably he thought not. they spelled Gobble, J-A-C-Y-N. <laughs> that's what the guy said. He's like, I'm Jason Gobble, J-A-C-Y-N is how you spell Gobble. He, he spells Gobble, J-A-C-Y-N. That sounded great. That sounded really good. So you get the goal 6.30 p.m. we've established. And your first thought is, oh, God, that's very early. Or do you think to yourself, I get to work with the guys tomorrow? I get to work with the guys tomorrow. If I'm called to pinch hit, then you got to do what you got to do. Favorite show on the station, Bauer, is what? We've been through this before. Oh, he's going to be a wagon. He's going to be a wagon because we asked him who was rooting for in pickleball. Uh, We also have to fight him. Your your full-time show is Anita. We get it. You love her. She's your number one. After Anita, where do you go? I would go to either Barton Hahn or the (laughs) K-Show, and then I would put you in last because you keep bringing this up. (laughs) I want him out. You're amazing. When Winthrop wakes up in three hours, I want want to talk to him. Winthrop's not going to be awake in three hours. Here's the thing you don't know, and I'm sorry to do this to you, Tom. There was an email a while back. A thread just about the pickleball. Somebody had sent some audio. Hey, here's what Anita said. This is maybe like December. Mm-hmm. And Bauer, there's only like four of us on it. I think it's me, Santiago, may, maybe Pusick, and Bauer. And it's what? What is? I don't know about this. It, we played it. It was a while back, but it was it was the audio of Amani Tumor talking about you know why you guys stink and all mm-hmm. that. Oh, I know where this is going now. And it's just us, like the producers. And Bauer replies, unprompted. I hope Dave and Rick lose. And it's only to us. It's not like putting on a show for anybody. It's how he feels. No, yeah, he wants he, us he and wants we us to lose. Our, and we let him in our home. He does I, not I, like you know, what, you know what? I was thinking on my way in, and I stopped at Cataline, got my tea. I was like, should I get the guys a bagel? I was like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to because RJ's always anti-bagel and, I don't know, Bauer's preference. I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad I didn't. Bauer, what is the matter with you? Listen. I listen. I have my support for Amani and Anita in this, and I don't see why you're so upset about this. Because we're better than them. No, you're not. They they would win in pickleball. We're better on radio than them. Did you not hear Amani say the other day he played in the actual game where was there was awful. rules? He was awful. He didn't know there were rules in pickleball. Well, okay. See, that's a problem. I, I didn't said, know that. Yeah. There were rules. Well, you we heard him. We just thought it was chaotic. Yeah, like, he's any, like oh, anything goes. You got to wait for it to bounce. And I was the idiot that didn't know what the kitchen was supposedly. Oh, I'll be in the kitchen, all right, cooking it up. Bauer, I'm so disappointed yeah, you in you. you disgust me. So disappointed in you. That's unfortunate. I hate your hat, too. Yeah, thanks, Rick. See? Yeah. See? You want to play that game? Yankees are still better than the Mets, though, so it's that's, okay. That's, that's true. That's, that doesn't even hurt. Um, hurts me a little bit. It does. I was it, pretending. It hurts me a little bit. I was pretending. Because um, I, I am, and let's, let's get this into a jumping off for baseball point. Um, 
this is this this is an admission, and it, it may, might make me a miserable person, and that's fine. When the Mets are bad, it pains me greatly. When the Mets are bad and the Yankees are bad, like last year, it makes me feel a little bit better. And well, I, that's because you have that. I mean, that's one of your that's one of my things. Like I take real enjoyment in, in of, yeah. other teams not doing well. Yes, but I think the Yankees have done. And again, I don't think the Yankees are the best team in baseball by any stretch. I don't even know they're the best team in their division. But I look at the Mets and where we are, and I have. I have real concerns about this team. And, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting, and they're, they they have this cute thing. Have you seen this, like, on Instagram where they're they're holding up a sign like it's the first day of school? And it's like, yeah, yeah, y- yeah. year number seven, yep. jersey number 39, you know, where, hometown is wherever. Like, it's cute. But that usually gets my juices flowing. I don't have the same juices flowing this year for the Mets that I've had in the past. No, I can't. I'm not going to lie to anyone. Like, I love baseball. It's probably my favorite sport. I just don't have the same kind of excitement coming off of last season. Just the disappointment. Because they've really done very little this offseason. Uh, pretty much have done virtually nothing. I mean, you moved off Buck. And uh, listen, I mean, Stearns comes in, he wants his own guy. Fine. It ends up being... I don't have a, I don't have a great issue with that. No, no. But it's you're going from a guy, I mean, that's, that's maybe one of the smartest baseball minds in the game that has a ton of experience to a guy who has no experience. So, I mean, he's going to going to take him a second to learn and on top of that i mean you're pretty much spending this year trying to get out from under the the verlander and scherzer deals that's right i I mean listen stearns obviously has a big play and a big and a big overview and a big picture of what they're trying to do but as a mets fan last year i went into the season thinking they're going to win the world series now obviously it was an epic failure but a year later to have the thought of i hope they're 500 ish is a is a real come down yeah, there's no way. I mean, we went to last season, and I think I still picked the Braves to win the the NL East. I think I did too, but I wouldn't have been shocked if the Mets were right there. No, I thought the Mets were going to be a ninety plus right team coming off one on one, absolutely be in the wild yeah. card. And they, I mean, and now when you look at what they're at, and I get listen, it was smart. You know what they did last year? They pivoted. This wasn't working out. It's not what we expected. We always, I mean, we said it from the second that Steve Cohen bought the team. Is he wants to be the you know Dodgers on the East Coast? We need to build up our farm system. So we bit the bullet. Spent the money building up the farm system and said, I mean, and I think a lot of people were like, oh, he's only saying that. So, you know, Max Scherzer decided he and, wanted and to leave. I, you know, and I thought that was well, possibly true. You were wrong. You're, I was wrong. So this year is we're going to have some, you know, low risk, high reward signings that hopefully pan out. But when you look at, I mean, you look at this rotation, man, and it sounds like they're going to, you know, try to use a six man rotation as much as they can to keep Senga fresh. Right. You really, I mean, <laughs> Senga was good, but. I mean, you don't really have an ace. I guess well, Senga's going to be was ace. good after he got rolling. Like, there was a while where he wasn't good. So he's got to jump out of the gates being that level of pitcher. Well, that's because you're going to need him to be that pitcher. Quintana missed half the season. He's fine. But, I mean, he's going to pencil in as your two? Uh, and then Severino and Manaya. I, I mean, mean and Manaya's Severino most of the season in the bullpen last year. And I'm not opposed to the Severino signing, but but now you need Severino to be like a— You know, if you said to me, Severino's going to be your four, your five. And if he, you know, if he's good, great. If he's not, we have other, you know, enforcements there ready to roll. I'd say fine. I need Severino to be good. If Severino's not good, wh- where do I turn to now? If I'm the Mets, Severino's coming off a season where his ERA was close to seven. He was unpitchable last year, close to seven. And and actually, I like the signing. I do because I think that the Mets look at it and say there's something we can fix, and we'll, yeah, you we'll like figure this, it out. Right. And there's well, no risk. Okay, no risk. Right. I agree with you. Pitching lab and all these different things. But it's not like, hey, this is a low-risk signing, high-reward. We're just looking for him to kind of fit in the back of this rotation. 
If this team, if this team is going to well, be, that's what I'm saying. Competitive, you're going to need him to be like your your three. Which I mean, is that is that realistic? I I I don't know. All right, so so walk me through it here. Senga, you trust him? I trust Senga. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your number two is. You're probably hoping it's going to be Severino. Which is a, a whole concern. I mean, Hauser's a back of the rotation guy, right? Manaya is. He found something else in the you know the four starts at the end of the season. I mean, Quintana. I, I, here's the thing: it could be okay. It could, but yeah. that, that's well, a that's a lot of could be okay. That's a I mean, lot of question marks. Are you as good as Atlanta? <laughs> are you as good, good as, as Atlanta? Are you as good as Philly? I don't know. I don't have even even the, an iota of thought that the Mets can win this division. There's not a thought in my brain that thinks the Mets can even be close to competing for this division. And I, in, in, in all honesty, I didn't think we'd be at this point already or ever once once um, Steve Cohen bought the team. I agree with you. And I think that's what makes this a difficult pill to swallow. That we wouldn't always be in, you know, right there to win. Well, you thought that you, every year you'd go out and you'd get the Blake Snell, right? That, oh, well, you know what? Three years, $150 million, I'll overpay. Like they did last year. Right, you thought well, every that year you, you would have the option to do what they did last right. year. Well, in fairness to them, that didn't work, and they had to pivot. And now they bring in Stearns, and they're trying to build this so there's some you know some sustainability. So we do get to that point where every right. year, you know, we're one of the the teams that could win the division. But, but the we're farm not there system yet. is it's on the way. Yeah. And I think, listen, you can choose, and I understand if you want to be negative about the Mets. I I really do get it. I'm choosing the other way because I'm Stearns is a smart guy. You can't deny that, and he's had success building teams that have no money. So the farm system is already. I mean, Jet Williams is a big time prospect. He's little, by the way. Yeah, he's not big. He's. I think he's smaller than RJ. I think we talked about it. It's like five six. Uh, he is not. No, he's not a big man. That's very short. No, but I think we. Had, the question we asked him and this is a good time for him just for what you know the skill set that he has, right. where the game is going. Right. I mean, he's a great athlete. Terrific. He's got a lot of speed. He's a terrific defensive player. I mean, what what. <laughs> What what kind of sucks about this whole thing is is that we are still spending money though. That's the frustrating part. Is we're sitting here talking about it. We're not we're not as good as the Braves. We're not as good as the Phillies. There's a real chance we don't even make the playoffs. Right. And we're still spending almost three hundred million dollars. Well, they got to get out from under before they right. I mean, we got move forward. We have almost fifty million dollars. Um, fifty million dead. Well, you're hoping that with that fifty million dollars dead, that you really improve the farm system to a level that it's going to in, in a year or two, it's going to make a huge difference. Right. But this are there is moves, a long play now. I understand that. But are there moves that could be made now to just give yourself a better chance to at least you be can a still wild sign card Blake team. Snell? He makes you well, better. I don't team. think that. But, but that's a move that what, would make you better. Well, but for what he's asking for, I mean, you heard what he's asking for. I mean, the JD Martinez. Yes, yeah, something like that. I mean, something like that. Yes, Justin Turner on a one year deal. Absolutely. Something like that. Especially if you're having clubhouse issues. You bring in someone like Justin Turner. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Sing it, Bauer. You wish. He's really swinging it today. Do you, do you ever look at things and say, boy, it's a privilege to be here this morning with these guys? It doesn't feel like you do. I do think that often. Like, I, I always do enjoy coming on and uh, helping you guys out. Like, I, I genuinely do. It doesn't sound like you yeah, do. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. it. Sounds like you're trying to sabotage us. You're a saboteur. That's exactly what you are. Well, that'd be unfortunate. And no, I wouldn't sabotage you guys. That that would be unfortunate. Now, if this were pickleball, I would totally sabotage so you guys. So if, if you saw, we're playing pickleball, you're there watching it. By the way, when this match goes down, will you be there? I would love to be there. Hell okay. yeah. And you'll be vocally rooting for Amani and Anita? Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. So you see, out of the corner of your eye, no one else notices, Rick's shoelace is untied. You tell him? No. Rick, wow. I don't want him on the show anymore. All right. So Rick now steps on his shoelace when he's going for a, a, a shot in the kitchen, goes down head first, chips a tooth. Do you ever say a word or or, or you're just like, eh, well, that's unfortunate. Well, see, now you just changed the whole situation. Well, no, no. I, no, I didn't. No, because that's what I mean. That's that's, that's the result of an happen. untied shoe. Right. Yeah. If we're on the pickleball course and the ACL goes at the same time. Okay, well, now, now we're getting into How a do you feel? Thing. Now, now I'd feel do terrible. You, do you tell him, be like, man, I knew your shoelace was untied. No, I, I, no, said I would nothing. never say that. No, no. So you keep it not. to yourself. Yeah. He's like a spy. It's the worst. I'm happy you're just getting smashed by two seven-footers. Oh, my God. He's a spy. Yeah. He was sent here by Imani. I wonder if Raymond's even sick. No, I'm going to connect the dots for you. Yeah. Okay. Who brought Imani to our show? John Winthrop. Who called Tom? John Winthrop. John Winthrop is involved. He's he's Kaiser Sose. Why is he not here today? Sose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can't trust the man that was a sweater that tight. I can't trust. We can't trust anybody. Anybody. Now. I think we can trust, I trust RJ. RJ. Yeah, yeah. I think. But conveniently, Raymond's not here today. When was the last time Raymond missed a day because he wasn't well? Never. Never. Maybe they poisoned him. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories at 723 in the morning. <laughs> You know what it's You great. leave us no choice, with, Bauer. With his own coffee. Yeah. They poisoned... I don't think Ray's in on it. Nope. I think they poisoned Ray. He's out unwell. They bring in Bauer. He's working for the other yep. side. You know what he's like? He's like Brody from Homeland. And he looks like Dahmer. You can't trust him. You are something else, Brody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too young to get that reference. 
Yeah. You never watched Homeland? Now you're an ageist. No. Now he's an ageist. <laughs> right. Because we're old. Yeah. Oh, look at how young I am. Yeah. Stupid hat. See? See? See what you did? I don't want to be like this. I can't. This is not how I want to act at 724 in the morning. No. By the way, studio. Get well, Ray. <laughs> By the way, see, RJ, what's wrong with the TV out, out there? It's just, it's stuck on the same picture. He's, he's on the phone. Let's get away. Nothing works in here. No, no, you hear this computer, how loud it is? It sounds like it's it's a jet it's engine. struggling. Yeah, it sounds like it's trying to take off. Oh, Let's go to West and East Hanover. All right, Wes, how are you? Oh, good morning, fellas. Good morning, company. No, so you're talking about the, the kid jump. Uh, zero to one, one to two. Well, we I went zero to two uh, with the twins. Oh. And believe it or not, that wasn't – it wasn't as bad because we each had a kid. So it wasn't a – Who's going to get a kid? It was, we're both getting a kid. So it was just kind of what it was, right? It was when the third came along and there was only a 14 month gap in between that it really hit me like this is hard uh, because it wasn't the fact that it was a third, but it was the idea they were basically triplets because once the baby started crawling, they were all three moving around the house and now we're outnumbered, we're outmanned. So that was really tough uh, from that end. And they're twins. The twins, they are the opposite of the seven-footers. They are on the three percentile, the third percentile in height and weight and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, wow. So they are too tiny. But anyway, so baseball. Um, I, I'm with you guys. I'm not as excited as I normally am about baseball. Maybe I will. As we You're a Braves fan, March. though, Wes. I know, but yeah, what here's you, the that's... reason why. No, so, no. So the Pocota rankings came out. I'm surprised we didn't talk about them last week. But it's the fact of the Dodgers. It's the fact that 162 games are ahead of us, and it's only going to come down to five to seven games in the postseason that really matter. And I'm, I'm kind of I'm really sad about that in a, in a strange way because it is championship or bust for this organization, and I hate that I look at the season that way. But I think that's why I'm not as excited about. The but you still you I still have to enjoy the regular season. But but Dave, we went through this all last year. Is that we saw amazing amazing things happen last year? Mm-hmm. But we get to the playoffs and then we look like bumbling idiots against the Phillies, and it's over with. And yeah, you have record books, but your heart is still ripped out, and it's like, oh, we got to do, we got to do this again. So again, I'm a pessimist, right? Fan. But at I'm least, cynic, but Wes, I get what you're saying. Oh, come it, on, though. But at least enjoy the fact that you're going to probably most likely be in the dance. You're going to win a hundred games, and you're going to have a chance. What you should be sick, right. to, what you should be sick to your stomach about, and we appreciate the phone call. Is as I sit here and look at teams spending the most money in Major League Baseball, you would think the team that just spent over over a billion dollars this offseason would be at the top of the list. But the Dodgers aren't. The Dodgers are eighth. Eighth for what? Money spent. Oh, yeah, this season. not paying Otani. The, the Yankees are one at three, almost $304 million. Right. Dodgers are eighth at $220 million. So let's see, two to seven. Um, you Met, know who two Met, is. Mets have to be in there. They're two. They're, Mets are two. Great. Um... Giants? Nope. Really? Phillies. Phillies. Phillies four. RJ hates this team more than any team. Astros. Yep. They just locked up Altuve, too, right. for the rest of his career, probably. Well, that's a Boris client if you want to have any, uh, if you're a Pete Alonso uh, fan Hope, that wants hopeful. him to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Phillies uh, four, Braves five, Blue yep. Jays six, Rangers seven, Dodgers eight, Cubs nine, Red Sox ten. I'll tell you what, that American League East. Now the Blue Jays never did what, like they never got to the point where you super thought they talented would. though. 
super talented, but that division has a chance to be really a problem because the Rays are always good and always wind up in the postseason. I wouldn't be surprised if the addition of um, Justin Turner doesn't really help them. I'm sure it will. Just like a vet, you know what I mean? Like veteran, veteran guy in that locker room. Right. The the Franco thing is weird though. Wander? Yeah. He, he's done. I know. Yeah. There's no. And they they locked him up to a long term deal, right? I was the first. Yeah. The one right. they finally took care of. I'm sure they can get out from under from that. They will. Right? But but still, like, look at how good he was and how young he was. Right. And that's why they made the long term term commitment to him. And now he's got this whole this mess going. But you on. thought he was going to be a staple of that team for the next 15 years. Dude, my my in laws are huge Rays fans, and they always it's like, hey, this guy's great. They're like, yeah, no, we're gonna we won't be you know able to keep him. And this is the one guy that they actually right we're gonna keep. And, and now this happens. Terrible. Let's go to uh, let's go to Dave in the car. Hi, Dave. How are you, Dave? Oh yeah, David. Hello. Hello. What are you? Uh, what's what? happening? What do you think happens? I don't know. From the time that I mean, RJ put him on hold a couple minutes ago. He's he he has points to make. He wants to get in on the show. We pick it up, and and he's not there. What do you Hello? think happens? It's disappointing. Uh, but what do you think it is that happens? I don't know. What happened to the to the official in the game against the Houston? Just lost track of. Yeah, he just lost composure. Right, lost track of time. Didn't know what was happening. Focus gone. You imagine that talking to your bosses after the game. So what exactly happened there? I just I just kind of blacked out for a minute. That's it. Sorry, I had I had nothing. You, re- you realize that's the most important part of the game. Wow. What yeah, I'm going to tell you. Lost. I, I just didn't. Yeah, I lost my concentration. I'm a human being. We make mistakes. I bleed too. You you can't make that mistake in no, that. No, you that. can't. There's there's no way that he lost composure. Or concentration. That's what Steve Javi said. I, it can't be true that, you, that he didn't know what the score. was. How could you not know what the score did of you the think, game is? Did you think you could spell gobble? J a c y n. The guy said, <laughs> "My name is Jason Gobble," or his name was Jason Gobble. Um, gobble, gobble, gobble. No, he didn't say gobble, 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 gobble. gobble, he gobble. Said he, it's, it would be tough to trust somebody. If you said your name is Jason, would anyone think it was J-A-C-Y-N or J-A-S-O-N? But that's not what he said. He implied he was talking about gobble and then said, and it's spelled J-A-C-Y-N. He, he assumed you were intelligent. Well, he spells gobble, J-A-C-Y-N. Would you guys stop doing that? This is Bauer. Bauer, what are you doing? He's sabotaging You're us. a saboteur. I'm coming in and I'm going to slap you around. I don't want to do it. And that's, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, you go in there, you slap him. I turned my back to it, so I don't really know exactly what happened. Why has he got a black eye? I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't see it. He walked right into the wall. <laughs> right into the wall. He hit himself. He might have. That's what I'll see. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. He just started hitting himself right. in the eye. He's practicing his celebrations for the By the way, Jalen Brunson still has a swollen he eye does, yeah. for, for when he get, got hit. It's a beating, dude. I know. But that was when he got hit when they didn't call a foul. It's unbelievable. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like the fact that you got Bauer a banana. I don't like it at all. Because with what he's just done, the way he's just acted, the fact that he's clearly... You know what? Anita should have called in, called downstairs to the calf and said, put it on my tab, get this man a banana. She didn't do that. She doesn't care. If anyone would give him a banana. I couldn't do it, though. I tried. To what? I bought two, and I had them cancel the order. I felt guilty. So you got him a third? No joke. I put two up. Right. I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. Really? Guy I, wasn't happy I, either. I think I would have been able to do it. Yeah, I would. I think I, I would have gotten two bananas. I would have given one to RJ, one to you. He would have gotten nothing. He did get third choice, though. As, as well, he should have. Right. I couldn't do it. I tried. You just I couldn't do it. Really? I put two up. He rang me out. I was like, cancel that, please. Let me I get a third. Get one more banana. Yeah. Well, why would he have to cancel it? Why couldn't you just get a third banana and he adds that to the order? He couldn't. <laughs> so, well, I, you're asking me questions I can't answer. Wait, wait a minute. So you, you go up with two bananas. Yeah. He put banana one, banana, banana two. two. Yep. All right. It's a dollar seventy-five, and you, and you say, wait a minute. I need I need to go run and grab a third banana. And he goes, oh, now the whole order. <laughs> he couldn't have just hit. Nope. Third banana, nope. you pay for it on the way out, pick up the third banana. Nope. What sense does that make? Final sale. You have to press the X. He's, oh. all right, now try it. Doesn't, doesn't really at all feel like well, they're functioning listen, at a high level down there. Do you, I mean, does it surprise you? No. No. Uh, Jacob in Union. Hi, Jacob. You're on 98.7. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Um, so this is on the Knicks situation. I I think it's kind of a bad look for the Knicks to be protesting this game, to be honest. Why? Um, it's, one of, it's one of the worst calls I've ever seen, and I hope it spurs some sort of uh, change where in the moment some committee can, can review it and change it. But th- I don't think there's a chance they're going to overturn it. And I think it just, it's, it, in the grand scheme of things, a pretty unimportant game that I don't think we should be making a huge deal about. I just remember last year, Cuban and the Mavs, uh, challenged a game, and I felt the same way about it. It just kind of isn't a great look. I well, but why is it not a great look? I mean, do you agree? I mean, you said it, that this was a horrendous call. So the Knicks got screwed, right? Absolutely. Okay. I think there should be recourse in the moment. All right, well, well may, maybe their viewpoint... Listen, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to win it. I'd be stunned if they did. But maybe their viewpoint is maybe maybe by protesting, change comes out of this. 
Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, and I agree with that. So, um, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, great work, guys. Appreciate it. I, I would have been mad if they him right over. I would have been mad if they didn't protest. What's I mean? What's the well, lose? There's, there's, I don't understand why. He, well, how's it a bad look? And how do you not? Like it could be. Listen, end of the season when you would actually finish this game, maybe it is a big deal that you turn this loss into a win. If you get to play the overtime, it wasn't like they had to. You didn't even have to wait for the the two minute report to come out. No, immediately it was they, right after the game. The second that they made the call, they probably knew. Screwed it up. Like they're over there looking to. Yeah, they're checking the time. Like oh. Guys, I gotta tell you, I lost, I lost my focus there a little bit. How about this, by the way? It was a horrendous call. And you want to know the issue with the NBA? LeBron already says he will not play tomorrow night in the second of a back-to-back in Utah. I can, with LeBron, I can understand though. I mean, you, you got days off after that. You know, he's got an extra day off. Well, you run the risk. I mean, listen. I mean, at his age, with the amount of uh, your miles he's got on his body. He knows his body better than anyone else. I mean, it's it's also, I mean, opening yourself up to now playing the second of a back-to-back, you know? Right. Tom, Tom Haberstraw, by the way, had a, a, a tweet to that original uh, statement. It said, NBA stars miss games in Utah more than any other city. It's not even close. Yeah. I guess they don't. They just have no interest in playing. No or, interest in playing in Utah? Or, Utah. None. Interesting. Which is, I guess, good for for Utah as far as winning games and and bad for the fan base. Bad for the fan base. They're yeah. not going to play their stars when of they course come. Of course, you want to see LeBron, right? Yeah, that would stink. That was a they have a. They have a re- I know that they're trying to to remedy it. They have a, a real problem in the NBA with guys just not playing. Why? Why is that an issue in the NBA and the NHL? It's not even a thought that guys wouldn't play. A different mindset. So that's what. But I mean, NHL is exhausting. NHL oh, is it's, a grind. Dude. NHL. I mean, and they never give up a game though. No. Well, but that's—I mean, it's—it's it's definitely changed. I mean, when you're when you're playing 82 games and you're putting that much emphasis on the games, which you should, it definitely has affected, you know, how much practice you'll have. Like, there's really—I mean, it's kind of—you barely practice. It's more kind of maintenance, making sure you're healthy enough to play the games. But I mean, there's science behind what they're doing. I mean, and you know how much money LeBron James spends on his body. Sure, so he, he's got a pretty good idea. It's too many games. Eighty-two games is too many games, but they're but, it it's, but it's too many games in hockey. It's not going to yeah, but it's not going to ever change. We so we accept the fact that it's not going to change. Right. We can kick and scream that hey, if you want us to you know be at our best and stay healthy, we should play less games. But they'll never agree to that because the you know we all want it. We all want to get paid. Well, if the, if the money would stay the same and they could play sixty, I I almost guarantee you they yeah, would but do it. Won't. Well, but it, the money it, won't it's, not, the it's not possible. Right. So you have to suck it up. You have to play the games. But I just think the mentality is different. You don't want to let your teammates down. Like you'd be hard pressed. When you put, like, every game is important, and you'd be hard-pressed to tell somebody, hey, I'm healthy enough to play, but I'm not because I want to make sure I get my rest. That's not how you see things in the NHL. You guys taking their teeth out on the bench. I know, but it's just, NHL, they'll they'll play no matter what. NBA, you give them a reason to not play, and they won't. Like, guy goes out, gets 30 stitches, comes back, and he's got a, a cage on. Like very easy to come out. Like, hey, Ryan Lindgren, I've never seen a guy get great. hurt more than him every single game, and he's he's out there, and he's ready to go. It just doesn't. It doesn't go over well in the locker room. What if you have, if you're a guy like that? Because, but, but NBA, it's fine. Well, yeah. I mean, who's telling LeBron James he needs to be on the floor? No, I get that. But I mean, he couldn't play 25 minutes. Well, I think it's also too. I mean, if your best players, if the best players in the NHL started doing it, I'm sure other guys would be like, "Well, if these guys are doing it, then I'm going to start doing it." And maybe that trickles down. I guess. Speaking of load management, here's Buck Showalter on uh, the Foul Territory podcast on load management. Not in the NBA. Not in the NHL. In the MLB. I love when those guys come in about their uh, load management. We had a guy that hit a triple and two doubles, and they came in and said he probably needs a day off because he 
ran too much around the bases. So what do you mean tell him? Don't get any hits so you can play the next day? I, I don't I didn't quite understand that one. Okay, I said, okay, you go out there and tell Brandon Nimmo that he's not playing today because he did too well last night. It's unbelievable. It really listening to that, you now we've talked about it over the last couple of days. Listening to that soundbite to me is absolutely unbelievable. I love how when he starts the answer, he says a guy, and, and, then, he then, this, and then he, well, he's like, well, you know, what, himself, what, do I, what do I have to say? He gets for him? Himself, himself so aggravated, he's like, you want me to tell Brandon Nimmo? Yeah, I'll tell you who it is. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It was and then, Brandon and then Nimmo. Eight seconds later, he's like, it was Brandon Nimmo. <laughs> I do. I don't know how they do it. And then you sit like he, they. We say it all the time, like baseball managers, they have to talk too much. It's like it's just too much. And now, so you take that at a certain point, you're playing every single day. I'm talking to the media twice a day. It'd be hard enough if it was me being criticized for my own decisions. If I'm sitting there taking the shrapnel for other people's decisions, like why didn't Brandon Nimmo play? Well, you know what, guys? I thought it would be a good day yeah, for the rest. Yeah, I mean, he ran, he ran the bases a lot yesterday. No, but you never say that, though. That's the problem. It'd be one thing if you could actually tell the truth. Like, right, if you Brandon- say, listen, I would like to play him, but analytics upstairs is telling me that he ran too much. Now, you hit a home run. You don't run the bases as hard. Is that a negative or that's fine? That's fine because you're not real full speed. So the triple is what? Bad. Like the second they saw that triple, they're like, oh. In the park home run? Two oh, for, for you probably two days. At least. Multiple days you Multiple can't play. Multiple days. You probably have to pull them right out of the game. Defensive replacement. Legs can't be fresh after that. Well, how could they be? These are professional athletes. You can't run from home to third. Well, it's going to make you more susceptible to Do you the really next. think that the analytics actually say? Well, that's not analytics, though. That's not an analytical what is that, decision. Like sports medicine? Yeah. So th- these are like doctors that are telling him, all right, he just ran hard well, from home to third. All, he dude, can't play tomorrow? This all goes back to, it, it all goes back to soccer. Because soccer's way ahead of us with all this stuff. Okay. And how they European track, soccer? Or? Yeah, right. how they track... You know, this is why we're all wearing heart rate monitors and everything else. It's right. how, you know, how they track your practices, fatigue. Like, if they notice one day, you know, your max speed is down, you know, two miles per hour, they're like, okay, time for us to give you a rest. You're going to put yourself in, you're going to put yourself at a greater risk of being injured because we can clearly tell that you're worn down. When it used to be like, yeah, we, we understand we're going to feel like crap some days. Yeah, but if you're running, like in soccer, there's a ton of running. I mean, you're running miles and miles in a game. And if they say, you know, speed's decreased, like they look at some of the stats and numbers, uh, okay. But running from home to third in baseball, and then running from home to second and saying, oh, you know what? I don't know if he's going to tomorrow. Yeah, I would have a tough time with that. And, and as a player, too. It's it, like, I know you're trying to look out for my best interest, but like... It feels so The soft. last thing... I got two doubles and a triple. The last thing I want to do is sit on the bench the next day. Like, let me, I'm going to ride this thing as long right. as I can ride it. I, you know, I'm three for four. I'm playing the next day. Right. Now, if I go 0 for five and you think I'm sluggish and tired and you want to give me a day off, I I don't like it because I want to play, but I can understand that. But this is ridiculous. Well, see, the difference, too, with baseball is, and, and I guess, I mean, if I was in it, I would I would understand it better just because it doesn't, it's hard for me as a, you know, guy that always, you know, hockey players would play. It would be tough if you were playing every single day. You know, at least with hockey, you're playing every other day. You can give, like, you'll come in, get treatment. Yeah, but in, Watch ho- video. in, in hockey, your your daily no, no, grind is intense. I understand, but you can, at least I can give you a day off in between games. Baseball, there's no day. You're not getting a day off. It's not sure. as it's not as tough. But I mean, coming from someone that still plays baseball, you don't like the day after you don't feel great, and now you're okay. We still another game, and then there's another game, and then, I mean you're playing 20 straight, and then you get to finally get a day off. There's a, there's a lot of baseball, but baseball is by far the easiest sport to play over and over and over, as evidenced by the fact there's 162 games. Yeah, I would actually make the argument that probably mentally. It would be the toughest. Okay. 
just to be locked. Like, I mean, you take it every single day. Wouldn't you want to talk to the player? Brandon, listen, be honest with me. You need a day? Nope. I, I think yeah, I think you want his information. You want his input. And you're also trying to I mean, we always talk about protect the player from himself. I would just say at the beginning of the here's the thing though. Here's the tough part. It doesn't sound like it's in the manager's hands anyway. Well it's not. Because in in, in theory it would be every good manager would hey, listen, I want to have a I want to have a, a relationship where we're in constant communication and you're always telling me the truth. And it's not gonna be held against you. If you I mean if you show up to my you know, you show up on a on a Tuesday after you know a game that goes extra innings on Monday and say, Skip, I'm just, I got to tell you, like, I feel awful. Legs are brutal. Like, I don't think I can go. Right. All right. Well, that's um, I'm glad you told me that because the last thing I want to do is put you in there and you can't perform. So Buck is going to be 68 years old in May. Imagine Buck said, I'm never managing again and I'm just going to speak the truth moving forward here. I would love it. How, how great would oh, that be, be so for, good. for just everyone? I'm sure all up. the managers would love it. This is what we deal with. Yeah. All you idiots that criticize us every day. Yeah. A, a, a guy walked down and said he ran. He went three for four. He ran. He came downstairs and told me, no, don't play him tomorrow. And meanwhile, I got to stand in front of the microphone and be like, yeah, we just thought it was a good day for uh I, I'm being serious. Off. There's no way I could do it. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have a job. Right. Right. But there's no way I could do it. If you sit here and you are going to go after me for something internally I know I had nothing to do with, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, would, is, would you would you be able to handle that well? No, but I think this is why you're seeing the trend. This is why Bill Belichick doesn't have a job. This is why Mike Vrabel doesn't have a job. This is why, you know, when push comes to shove, David Stearns comes in and goes with the guy that's never managed before. It's easier to push those guys around. It's easier to have a collaboration. Like, what are you going to tell? Like, what could you possibly tell Buck Showalter? Right? Like, I mean, you, the, these yeah, guys all want to. Well, right. Well, these guys don't want to feel like they're the smartest guys in the room. How are you going to be the smartest guy in the room with Buck Showalter or Bill Belichick in the room? Karen Veenstra has a great tweet. She's trying to comprehend doing this in my corporate job. Quote, yeah, you, you know, I used my brain too much yesterday, too much work. I, I got to sit out today. You imagine that with us? They'd be like, wait, you've slept nine hours for the last three nights? T- take the day. Nine you're, hours? You're, you're exhausted. Sleep out. I'm lucky to get nine hours for the week. You don't, was get, like, you don't get nine hours in a week? Ooh, close. Uh, a five-day week, you don't get nine hours? No, I'll get, yeah, I'll get over nine. But Right. I was saying three days, nine was three, three a night. It's not great. Well, how about when you had a, your fever was like 102 and a half, and John's like, well, it's not 103 or 4. Right, thank you. You have a real, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I'm a 50 year old guy. 102 and a half fever is a real gonna, fever. You're not going to die. Right. You should be in. Right. So what happens when you're a warrior? R- RJ? Yes, Dave. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Like, you feel considerably better today than you did on Monday? Not really. It's still as fresh? It's pretty fresh. Well, because every day is a new thing. Every day is. <laughs> There's a new element that comes out. Monday, it's just raw motion. Tuesday, see, Monday was why the Chiefs are great. Yesterday was why the Niners suck. And today is some of the inside the NFL mic'd up audios coming out. And is the Chiefs parade today. So every day is a new element. But it's Valentine's Day. And you have you have a sweetheart, so you can focus on her and not, not the pain of the game. That's true. I think tomorrow the healing really can... Take on a, a, a true sense of improvement. You want to talk it through on the air? Not really. I like to bottle it up and just not deal with it for a while, mm-hmm. I think. Do you have to take, we talk about like Showalter being the, the face of these things and not wanting to answer these questions, and he's not even the reason why these decisions are made. Do you do you get attacked for things we do? No, I don't. You guys are, see, here's the thing. Anything you, get, you would get attacked for is pretty much you saying it. So there's really nothing that I could have done. No, no, no. But that you could say, like, they could come after you and be like, don't do this, don't let them do this, don't let them do that. 
Mm. No, no, not really. We have we have good management. That doesn't happen, at least to me. That's nice. Yeah, you're trusted. I'm trusted. We get. I mean, here's the thing, though. It's a. It, it can't actually relate to sports because you've seen our meetings. Rick farts in meetings. It's unbelievable. So it I, was one time he, he decided to go to sleep in the in the I meeting. Don't create last this time. narrative where I fart in every meeting. It was I was trying you to. You do the, have a gaseous issue. No, in meetings, I was though. easing the tension. That's all I was doing. Did you feel like there was tension in that meeting, RJ? <laughs> uh, after that. <laughs> right. Did, did you laugh? Did I, you laugh? I did laugh. I mean, Rick is the same guy who also forgot one of our bosses was on the Zoom in one of the, one of the meetings. That's right. He said something. He said, "Got to be honest. Forgot you were there." Uh, of course he did. <laughs> of course. And, and then he decided, you know what? This would be a great time to lay my head back and close my eyes because I'm very tired. In the meeting, <laughs> what would you rather? I, I, I take a little cat, cat nap or I fall asleep on the car ride home. I don't want either. Well, you got to pick your poison. Why? Well, you know why. That catnap booed you to not fall asleep yes. on the way home? Right. I, I don't know. But you it was know. bizarre. You don't, Stop it. it. RJ, was it not bizarre? Do you look bizarre? forward to our meetings or not? What? Do you look forward to our meetings? I love our meetings. All right. So you tell me. People call in right now. Do you look forward to your, your, your work meetings? They'll all say no. I, I guarantee you. They pay money you, to come to our meetings. I guarantee you that any meeting they have at work, they have never dealt anything like what we do. Anything. And they would love it. Our meetings are, RJ, is that fair? You've been in legitimate, like, buttoned up, like, oh, have you ever, ever, oh, you know how, so you have that report ready? Oh, yeah, it's Steve get here at 9 o'clock? No, he's here at 15 minutes after 9, and we got to fire him. Like, serious meetings. <laughs> 15 minutes after 9, he's gone, wow. He's out. Have you ever, <laughs> ever, in your entire, and you're not a young, young guy anymore, like, you've been around wow. the block. He's in his 30s he's in now. in his early 30s. Yeah, but he's been in the workforce for more than 10 years. Have you ever been involved with a meeting like our meetings? Not even close, <laughs> but I've also never even looked close. I've never even approached looking forward to a meeting the way I do that one. You you love those meetings. I, I do love that meeting. See? It's See? good. It's good. It changes team camaraderie instead of like, oh, man, another meeting. Like we took our meeting on the road last week. We, didn't we did. Even, we didn't even get it approved. We just did it. That's what we do. Love our meetings. I love it. Yeah. But would you say you've never seen anything like the way he acts in a meeting? Because he doesn't know how. Well, that's you should have seen me. This is tame compared to what I used to do in team meetings and with uh, with the Islanders. But that's my point. He doesn't know how. It's not even his own fault. He's never been in a position to have to go into a normal meeting. Yeah, but look what comes of it. Closer than ever. Every, and, I think gr- we, and great stories. Every Wednesday, I think we get a little bit closer. <laughs> Unbelievable stories. Wait till I come to one of those meetings naked. <laughs> That's the next step. So you know what the thing is? Where's the line? I got in big trouble the one time. I pulled my motor. I, I showed up uh, into the rink with my motorcycle and came into the meeting with like my motorcycle helmet on. That was not great. Like the Undertaker? Yeah. Like I just had my underwear on and my motorcycle helmet. What do you say to that? Like uh, I got in trouble for that one. Really? Yeah. They were like, I can't see you to say the word. But it kind of like what you said about Ben. He's like, are you are, are you, you left uh, up? Something wrong? Yeah. Are you, are you, are yeah. you left up? Yep. It's like why? He's like because you you have your underwear on in a motorcycle helmet, and and we're pretty sure you parked it in, inside the rink. I was like, well, where did you want me to park it? I can't just leave it outside. I pulled that bad boy right up. I'm sure you did. I'm I'm very. Confident I probably you should. Did. I probably should see somebody. No, you know what the thing is though. Our bosses they can't say because it's like the gray area when you become a boss of what you can say and what you can't. They love that meeting too. You think so? Yeah. You think they look forward to that meeting? I think they also because their next meetings are probably like the uh, meetings, right? Yeah, I think probably like ten to twenty percent of them worries that everything is being 
archived at some point and it could be pulled out and everyone can get fired. <laughs> but I do think that they look forward to it. They can't tape us without our knowledge, though, can they? Maybe. I don't know. I could be taping you right now. <laughs> uh, RJ, was it your decision to play that? Yeah, to put that promo of course, together? Of course it was his. Oh, the... Yeah, the yeah. sucking ice cubes. Yeah. Of course it was his. Yeah, it's not, it's not great when your, your kid's in the car and he gets excited because he hears his name. Right. And then it's you talking about your OnlyFans. <laughs> it was only, I haven't heard it's only me. Yeah. No, it's both of us. But he's like, why would Dave suck on ice cubes? I was like, ah, it's just a joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, Find yeah. me on OnlyFans. Listen, it's, it's, he's dehydrating. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, very thirsty. You got to have some difficult conversations. <laughs> yeah, right. But should you have to? Yeah. <laughs> I think it spurs on the conversation. It's a nice slurping noise, it, though. It's delicious. <laughs> Oh. I go on OnlyFans. You watch? Oh, oh my goodness. Bauer. Yes. Yeah. I, I go on OnlyFans. You watch? Absolutely not. No. You want to see Dave's feet? No, I would not want to see. What if a Dave was, what, would fart in a jar? Would you buy it? Absolutely not. What about his bath water? No. Would you buy it? Toenail a... clippings. I send you oh. full toenail clippings. No, this is getting more and more disgusting would you the buy, more we Would go you on. buy Amani's toenail clippings? No, I'm good. Wow. All right, Bauer. Here you go. Oh. I cut off my my big toenail, like you know, cut it cut it short. You have to eat it for for one thousand dollars. That is not enough money. It's five thousand dollars. You gotta go a lot higher. Ten thousand dollars higher. You nibble it like it was caviar. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't think you nibble on a toenail like caviar. He's thinking about it. Ten grand. No cash. cash. No. <laughs> RJ, we got to be separated, man. We're saying the same words at the same yeah, time. It's, it's not it's right. Weird. It's too much. This is a result of the meeting. This, I, I just want to relax. And RJ, eat my protein ten bar. grand. Eat my toenail. You do it. No. Fifteen. No. All, all right. I RJ, gotta tell you though. We go back in time. I give you a tasty toenail as overtime starts. The result is Niners win. Oh, like it's a like it's a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> See, <laughs> found his weak spot. I gotta tell you though. I gotta tell you. We come in here and we we with ten thousand cash. And we just laid on this desk. Right. I think, yeah, I think things, things are different. Yeah, I think yeah, the tone like, It's like the world's here is a poker. Yeah. You start seeing the money. I think that, I think he's, I didn't think he needs to cut it off for Bauer. I think he nibble, put, nibble it right off I the think top? he puts the whole toe in his mouth. Really? Yep. You may have no toenail by the time it's all said and done. He would just eat the whole thing, Suck gobble it right, thing right off. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.